0: you doing Super Scoreboard fans this is Stephen Mill from the Big Scottish Football Podcast if you like what you hear from this week's episode you can subscribe to our very own channel by searching for the Big Scottish Football Podcast via your regular podcast provider or you can give us a follow on Twitter as well at Big Football Scott you can get us on Facebook and Instagram and thank you again for taking the time to listen to our latest episode the Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and
1: Ewan Cameron
0: Hello and welcome to the Big Scottish Football Podcast with me Stephen Mill and him Ewan Cameron, how you doing Ewan, you alright?
1: Not too bad, a very happy boy after uh, the result and performance against Ukraine and Poland we'll talk more about that obviously
0: Yes, we'll get to that a little bit later on and obviously this isn't a Monday as you'll notice, this is Wednesday we're recording this, but don't worry from Monday we are back to normal and we will have a special guest on Monday as well so more clues about that over the weekend you can follow us at big football Scott on Twitter in today's episode we'll review the Ukraine versus Scotland game preview the return of the domestic fixtures at the weekend as well some big tasty ties there we'll also check in if Scottish football were a world leader past or present some of these are absolutely tremendous and Ewan has a rant about Scottish football and the telly so remember you can find us on all your usual podcast outlets and providers on Twitter as well, as I said, at Big Football Scott, and we're on Instagram and Facebook as well. Just search the Big Scottish Football Podcast. You can give us a follow and give us a like there and catch up with all the usual stuff. Right, let's get to today's podcast, and we'll start with newly promoted Group A country, <laughs> Scotland.
1: And we said Cheerio to England as we cheerio moved bye. our way up the cheerio league table. Bye.
0: That was, I mean, that second half last night, I must say is probably the longest second half of my life. It, it felt like it went on for about 55 million years.
1: We got battered. If truth be told, we got battered, but at no point did I fear that we were going to concede. That was what was so remarkable about last night. I thought we defended brilliantly. I thought the Yarmolenko chance in the first seven minutes at the back post, that left foot vo- that left yeah. foot volley, um, how he doesn't hit the target. Is unbelievable. Also I also mean, had
0: a chance that Craig Gordon saved really oof, well when he was save. right through. Craig yeah. Gordon had a great save from a shot from outside the yeah. box. Also, there was a snap volley later on. But I, whilst we yeah. were quite clearly under a lot of pressure, I was the same as you. I was, I felt all right. Yeah. I felt all right. I, I was like, we're not going to concede here. And that, was, that was peak Clark ball last night it as was. well. And I, do
1: you know what gave me great hope last night? is the fact that we appear to have some interesting depth within the squad. Absolutely. I thought Ryan Porteous, now we've discussed this at length on the big Saturday football show about Ryan Mm Porteous and the kind of player that he is. And we all know he can be a bit erratic, a bit daft at times, does stupid things, but he's still young when it comes to being a central defender. He's got a lot to learn. But we've always defended him, you and I, and Mm -hmm. Steve Cowan, that there is a player in there. And I thought he showed that last night. He showed a maturity that I haven't yet seen from Ryan Portis. I thought the boy was colossal. To come in such a game, making the Scotland debut, I thought he was phenomenal last night. And I thought the entire team were great, but I'm picking him out yeah. because it was his debut as well.
0: I would pick out Ryan Porteous as well, but I'd also pick out another two. I thought Callum McGregor was oh. absolutely outstanding in the middle of the park much better than he'd played against Ireland at the weekend yeah. I thought I think he had an iffy game um, I thought he did well last week but last night he was absolutely tremendous and a must pick out Aaron Hickey oh, as well Oh what a player he is He's not going to be at Brentford for nah. very long. Nah. No disrespect to Brentford. Nah. Like, I thought Hickey, he was composed. He was full of energy. He reads the game so well as well. And, he, he, you know, some of the covering challenges yeah. and runs that he made, I thought Aaron Hickey was outstanding. But yeah, you're right. For Portis to come in on his debut and put in that kind of performance, hopefully now he can kick on. Yeah. And hopefully now it will go into much bigger and better things. I watched Steve Clark's interview after the game last night and he was just saying, you know, I knew Ryan Porteous is capable of that sort of performance. I could see it in training. And that's why I thought, Yep, he's going straight into the team Because that was a big call
1: Oh, it's a huge call I mean, a lot of people looked at that team and thought "Uh Uh-oh, here we go
2: (laughs) Another Scotland
1: (laughs) failure
0: (laughs) That meme uh, from It was the Queen's funeral Where the, I think it's the Archbishop of Canterbury or something He goes Oh God (laughs) (laughs) Ryan (laughs) Porches is (laughs) starting Ryan Portis is starting Oh god (laughs) (laughs) That made me laugh But What a way to prove Your critics wrong And Uh as you said Like You know I have defended Ryan Porteous On many 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 occasions And I'm just so glad um, That he came in last night And did a job And as you say He was absolutely colossal Brilliant defensive performance Also Craig Gordon (laughs) He's nearly 40. Ah, yes. The
1: boy's nearly 40 and he's flying around like Superman. I think we'll need 10
0: days of mourning when Craig Gordon retires, to be perfectly honest with you.
1: (laughs) But can I just ask a question here? Uh, Feel free to get involved in this in turn, Callum. Who replaces Craig Gordon? Let's not let's not worry about no, no, that. No, no, but, but let's just
3: enjoy him no, while he's no, no, here. No, we, he's we, made we, a deal with right. the devil and he's somehow still <laughs> the body of a 20-year-old. He's obviously drinking the blood of children, but it's working <laughs> for him. And the longer he does it, the
0: better. Let's not think do you, about
3: when he's do you gone. you know
0: what? Because he was out for so long, because he did miss, what, three or four years? He did, and of they of thought he'd never come back. Maybe he's getting that at the back end of his career Possibly.
1: Now. I mean, I thought he was superb last night. And let's go going back, going back to Aaron Hickey, right? There was a boy who was a. At hearts. He then moved to Bologna. He lit up Serie He was superb for Bologna. You think it's an £18 million pound move to Brentford? You're right. He ain't going to be at Brentford too long. Maybe a season or two. At most, still mm-hmm. young. I could see him at a Liverpool, I could yeah. see him at a Real Madrid and I know that's that's hyping the boy up quite a bit but I think he's got that potential in him I think he is an outstanding prospect
0: And just to go back to what you started with it also shows the depth that we now have in the squad I, because I did see all of the people who were out and Intern Callum I believe has this a This is why I've been so quiet over the last eight minutes because I was trying to remember These are the only ones I can
3: remember Scott McKenna Andrew Robertson, Kieran Tierney, Grant Hanley, John McLaughlin, Nathan Patterson, Liam Cooper, Scott McTominay, Jacob Brown, David Turnbull and John are all missing and we still put in a performance like that. That's unbelievable. We still I'm, won our group and got promoted. But imagine 10 years ago having nah. what, what is like at least 10 or 12 players of that calibre out and still putting out a team that
1: good. That's, in, that's incredible. And as we pointed out in our last podcast, look at the average age of that team. All round for the entire squad. I mean, that's a team that could be here for the next Euros, the next World Cup, the next Euros, and another World Cup. I mean, it is exciting when you look forward.
0: Let us talk about the Euros, because obviously we are now guaranteed a playoff spot, which is great to have, because that's how we qualified through the last Euros, and it looks like we might be playing Israel and Serbia in the playoffs as well, just just for a wee bit of nostalgia, you know. But in terms of the Euro draw, which is coming up next week, here's what we are in. Pot 1. Netherlands, Croatia, Italy, Portugal, Denmark, Belgium, Hungary, Spain, Switzerland, Poland. Who you want out of that, Ewan?
1: Poland or Hungary.
0: Poland or Hungary, I would take that as well. So we're in pot two. Pot three, Ukraine, Iceland, Norway, Slovenia, Ireland, Albania, Montenegro, Romania, Sweden, Armenia. Armenia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. And you're wanting to avoid Ukraine. Yes. You want to avoid... Probably Sweden as well, we have got a pretty decent record at qualifying for things. I probably wouldn't fancy Romania either. Pot four, Georgia, Greece, Turkey, Kazakhstan, Luxembourg, Azerbaijan, Kosovo, Bulgaria, Faroe Islands, North Macedonia.
1: Can you believe that Faroe Islands are in pot four?
0: See, this is what the Nations League has actually done, though. It's allowed the sort of better, smaller teams teams to go up and down a little bit and maybe build... A wee bit In saying that I would 100% Take the Faroe Islands So would I I. And you're wanting To avoid Greece Probably Georgia I think Georgia won Pretty much all their matches In their Nations League And Georgia's
1: always A difficult place to go
0: And uh, that sends A shiver down the spine Alice McLeish days And uh, Gordon Strachan As well Come a cropper there You want to avoid uh, Turkey I wouldn't fancy Going to Istanbul Even though They're not the team They probably were 20 years ago They
3: lost 3-2 To the Faroe Islands They're mince right now But I still wouldn't want to play them
0: Exactly You still don't want to play them Uh, Top five is Slovakia, Northern Ireland, Cyprus, Belarus, Lithuania, Gibraltar, Estonia, Latvia, Moldova, Malta. Not much to fear in there. You want to avoid Slovakia, probably want to avoid Northern Ireland. Just for that Battle of Britain game. Exactly, so yeah. you want to avoid that. And Cyprus mm, can be a wee bit sticky as well. And then pot six is Andorra, San Marino and Liechtenstein. So no problems there. um So hopefully we get a decent group. Top two qualify for the Euros as well. So if we, we either want... A really, really good top seed Like a Spain Who just pumps everyone else Yes <laughs> And then we can just finish second And then that's fine and we'll, we'll be in
1: the, I, the, and we'll be in the Euros
0: Exactly We'll totally take that We just need to qualify Or We could have a Hungary Or a Poland Who are beatable Decent sides Don't get me wrong Very good sides But
1: a chance to win the group But
0: a chance to win the group That doesn't really matter as much And then pot three As we mentioned I, I, we, t- we want Armenia We Ar- want
1: Armenia We totally want Armenia we, We've
0: just beaten them twice Can
1: I just say here and now Mark this down please Intern Callum If you give him a proper title I'll mark anything you want down We are going to the European Championships In Germany
0: in 2024 Ewan Cameron says We are going to the Euros What do you think At Big Football Scott If you have an opinion on that as well Right Absolutely brilliant The last three International's Steve Clark has turned it around, let's be honest, because in June there was lots of people calling for his head, including you, Ewan yes. you
1: Cameron. And, uh, and I was right to, because that well, was a shocking well, summer. Yeah, me, well, me, 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 me. Listen, me, listen, me, listen to me, right?
0: Me, me, listen.
3: And you're not go, I, I can't be bothered edit another rant, so just keep it... I'm not going to rant. There's going to be one later as well, so just keep this I'm one... Not, just, no, there's not a rant. No, just keep it brief, though. I'm,
1: just, I'm still upset and I'm peed off. At how we played in June and we're not going to be at the World Cup. When I watched that performance last night, that battling nil-nil performance, the way we devoured Ukraine 3-0 last week, our character in beating the Republic of Ireland 2-1, I think we'd had a crack in World Cup. See that team right now. We would get out of that group featuring the USA, Iran and England. And I'm so annoyed that we are not there that Wales are there instead of us. Because I think if we were there, we would 100% qualify for the knockout stages of the World Cup. So that still sits with me negatively that we didn't get there. That that Stevie Clark got it so wrong on that day. He got it wrong at Hamden during the Euros and he got it wrong in June against Ukraine and we missed out in the World Cup. And when the World Cup comes round, I'm just going to be thinking, what if? I know. What if? What
0: if? Right. But what I would say is, we can't change that yeah now. I know but it's annoying it's M- me. we need to let that go me
1: me me, me. me. it's me. annoying I know it's
0: annoying listen of course it's annoying and see
1: when the theme tune comes <laughs> out and the telly's <laughs> on and all the flags are there and there's not a salt tyre it's going to annoy me I but know of course, oh. of course and that's annoying see when Wales turned up to play England I'm just
0: like that should have been us I know but everybody knows that the Nations League is a far more prestigious <laughs> competition than the World Cup <laughs>
1: Niddy's interested in yeah, the World, World got Cup
0: promotion to Group A eh? there's lots of issues with. Qatar as well yeah, who wants totally. to go to Qatar
1: who wants to go there exactly. with all their problems and um, yeah I all the human you.
0: rights issues to and the all egg. the rest of it. We're, yeah. we're boycotting the World Cup yeah. but anyway let's take you back you and Cameron because we love this and thank you very much to your to your old pal Cat Harvey um, so we've found some of your greatest hits tweets this from September the 9th 2019
2: September 9th 2019 half time Scotland 0 Belgium 3 Steve Clark, the plastic pitch specialist. Don't even bother taking your seat in the dugout after half-time. Your time is up.
0: So that's from September the 9th, 2019. (laughs) That is from a Twitter account, Ewan D Cameron. Do you record that one? Yes, that's my account. Yeah, that's your account. Right, Uh Okay.
2: Don't worry, we don't have many of these. Here's another one. I mean, Ewan Cameron's an absolute fud. October 10th, 2019. Is it possible that Bertie Votes is wearing a Steve Clark mask? We're a pathetic mess, an embarrassment, an utter shambles. Hang your heads in shame.
0: So that was after us getting beat by Russia, I believe, Mm -hmm. that time. Uh I mean, that was Uh over. But that's the only only two, isn't it, Uh, isn't it? There's not another one or anything.
2: June 11th, 2022. Stevie Clark must go. We've a very good squad of players being managed by a plastic pitch specialist. He's not good enough. This squad deserves better. Time for that dinosaur to head back to Jurassic Park. (laughs) Rarr.
0: It's all right, we'll we'll, we'll stop it now. Oh, wait, there's one more. June the 12th, 2022.
2: If we get to another tournament, it will be in spite of Stevie Clark.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Just before you play the other two, what's good about Ewan's? It's not as if he just flip flops his opinion. No, 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 Given the day and what the weather's like, he's consistent. So th- for the next two, they'll probably be exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah, the we've same. Got two,
0: so those are from 2019. Uh, one from 2022. Couple for 2022. So uh, this one from. Uh, in fact, what's
2: the day on this one? March 17th, 2018. Stevie Clark, Manager of the Year.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> well, let's bring us right up
2: to date. September 27th, 2022. Ukraine nil. Scotland nil. A brilliant battling performance from every single player. Ryan Porches, take a bow, my son. I've said it for a while, but he's got huge potential. Thought he was colossal and Hickey was also unreal. Well done, lads. He is such a wanker. <laughs>
1: so. Okay. Right. Can we move on to uh, <laughs> another subject, please?
2: No, no.
0: I think just to round this off. I think to just <coughs> round this off. Yeah. All I want from you... I'm not doing it. I'm not wanting an apology. Oh, okay. All I want from you is, uh-huh. I maybe overreacted a
1: bit, mate. Mate, can I just say, at that time? So, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying. At that time, that's you, how I felt.
0: Did you overreact? Though, looking back, knowing what's happened now, <laughs> have you overreacted? Three times you called for Stevie Clark to be sacked. <laughs> he's it's now got down. us. He's now got us promoted to group A. We've got a. Playoff place for the Euros In the mm-hmm. bag already We are in pot two The highest we've been I think since Alex McLeish yeah. uh, In like 2007, 2008 Or something like that uh-huh. So yeah. he's already qualified For a major tournament as yeah. well That goes for him mm-hmm. Yes of course there have been Disappointments since Even Stevie Clark said last night He was like We wanted to Right the wrongs That we that we huh? had in June And, yeah. and he, he actually came out And said he was like I think we, as a squad We've learnt from our mistakes in June He was like As a coaching staff As <laughs> a manager I've learned from my mistakes as hear, well I'm hearing
1: all this So, so what, what, You're backing me in a corner here What is it you want? I want you to say that you overreacted Did you overreact? When when I hear it like that mm-hmm.
0: That's how everyone else hears it by and, the way And reads it on Twitter, and when, you read it on Twitter it. when you write it well, Go
1: on At that particular moment That's how I felt But when I hear it back It may have been a, a, an overreaction Okay It so, may have been So for now uh-huh.
0: Stevie Clark can stay. Is that what you're saying? He's staying. Well,
1: yeah. Yeah. Aye. I mean he's, he's doing he's... a great job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the big Scottish football podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. The ever consistent Ewan Cameron <laughs> <laughs> across there. Right, we'll get to domestic matters in just a wee second. Let's get to if Scottish football were world leaders past or present. We asked you to go quite highbrow with this one. Uh-huh. And you Delivered as per usual. So, at Big Football, Scott is our Twitter account.
1: Can I just say I had to turn off my notifications because this was just boom, 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 boom. There were so many answers to his question.
0: Hello to Johnny Mac, who tweets us every single week. General Franco de Boer, he is in there. Pinochet Adams. Pinochet yeah. Adams. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to need to pick the winner here, you and So Pinochet Pino- Pino- Adams is in there. Uh, lots. Andy Halliday gets in every single is he in week. in again? He's in more than multiple times this week. Uh, Kenny Burgess and Shore Duffy uh, both said Gandhi Halliday. Gandhi Halliday. <laughs> (laughs) that one's so good very very good Uh, hello to Mark Gavin who says George W. (laughs) Bushiri which is not bad Uh, Paul Potter from Dan McGowan as well we have Clement Attlee Wallace which is not bad Clement Attlee Wallace Uh, we have Joseph uh, Joseph Stalin (laughs) Ruff Stalin Ruff Stalin
1: Ruff did you do a show with Alan Stalin oh Alan Ruff yes yeah, exactly. that's <laughs> was from Ross 1874 yeah 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 did you do a show with Alan Ruff um, uh, back in the day uh, real radio it. football <laughs> phone in <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, mate mate it was massive mate uh, Napoleon King uh, so he goes in as well from Chrissy e. T uh, Winston Burchell as in oh. Mark Butchell. I really like it. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Mill Clinton. <laughs> That's from Michael Montagnani. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, Mother Teresa Postacoglu. Nah, I'm not nah. having that one. Dalai Lama O'Reilly nah. Nah, poor, poor efforts from D. Hughes there. Uh, Kofi Annan Athletic. <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, Raphael Shit <laughs> Raphael Scheitler? How are we saying that? I don't know how we're saying that. Uh, Robbie Nielsen Mandela. Ashram <laughs> from Smiley Face. bootross Bootross Gally McCoy. <laughs> That's Craig B. Uh, we've got Kyle McGinnis Can, which is not bad. Tom Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, Saddam Scott Bain. <laughs> That's from Jason Howden uh, General Franco McAvenny. Uh Lloyd George Burley uh, That's from The Human Bartender uh, Odson Edward Heath Not bad Heath <laughs> <Yeah. is. laughs> Theo Roosevelt Snelders. <laughs> that's from Alexander Wilson Abraham Lincoln Redimps The team that um, yeah, beat, the, the beat Celtic Celtic, of that's right, aye uh, Jacques Chirakis <laughs> 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 that is very good, and uh, of course, since we're talking about Hamilton Aki's, they play on Fidel Castro, Tuff, don't they? So, um, that's from Andy Boy One Two Three Four Five. Uh, Ronald Reagan Charles Cook from Miko, Ebi Skov Dalai Lama from Fat Boy Seventy Seven. Ebby Skov Dalai Lama. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's not okay. like, nah, it's not good Right, some of them I think that this is the best one we've done so far. So um, I do
1: like Bootress Bootress Ali.
0: Yeah, Boothros, just, but just Gally McCoy's Boothros, Boothros, Gally McCoys. Yeah. Yeah. Does, cl- does he count as a world leader? Was he not the leader he was, of the he UN? He was the UN, UN He yeah. was
1: there during the Iraq war
0: Right, okay So Craig B, uh, you have won for Bootros, Boothross, Gally McCoyst uh, Right, what are we doing next week?
1: Uh, if Scottish football
0: were a song If Scottish football were a song These examples So we could have Darren Young at heart Young at heart could yeah. you... We could have Chris Commons people Oh, that's good Very good from Pulp And uh, you got one in Chasing
3: the sun's Shooky Nakamura
0: <laughs> Chasing the sun's Shooky Nakamura Right you can do Better than that At Big Football Scott, if Scottish football Wear a song Do not let us down Obviously Andy Halliday Will have to appear At some point So uh, have that At the top of your Thinking once that's Out the Andy, road Andy Happy Halliday Happy Holiday Happy Holiday What song is what that What song is that Is that not something Cliff Richard did No that's Summer Holiday Andy. Don't say it. No, no.
1: Andy's no, summer
0: holiday. Nah, right, okay. At Big Football Scott on Twitter, you can search for the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and you can get in touch, and you can get a shout-out on next week's episode, because that's how cool <laughs> we are. Right, okay. Uh, let's get to... No, the... no, we're not. What? You are all right over there? What? What was wrong with my... Oh,
3: shut up here. It, it was just kind of rubbish. You're right. looking for something like jump in my Carlos Bocanegra <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's good. That's,
3: that's, that's good. Was
1: yeah. that better than my. Um,
0: ah, it
3: was,
1: yeah. Som- Andy's yep. summer holiday. The... Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right, let's get back to
0: domestic affairs because we have a full fixture list this weekend, which is great, and there are some big matches, aren't there, Ewan? So starting oh, off oh. with the lunchtime kickoff in the premiership, it is Hearts against Rangers. It is the Ewan Cameron Derby. So, how's it going to go oh, at Tynecastle?
1: I cannot wait for this game. What an opportunity for Hearts. At home, Tynecastle, full house. And a chance to go joint second with Rangers in the league. I mean, we won't get a better chance than this. I think Hearts are playing really well just now. I don't think Rangers are, but they're still there. They're still there or about. And on any given day, they could beat anyone, Rangers. I just hope they don't turn up on Saturday. But I think that Hearts have got a superb chance. Um, let's hope we don't screw it up. I think we'll give them a really good game. Oh, can I put this on record right now? Hearts won't lose. I'm not saying we're winning, but we're definitely not going to lose. We'll we'll get something out the game, I think it'll be tight. I don't think there'll be many goals in it either. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And the the, the stories are going round that Hulk it might be back as well. That would be a big boost. That'd isn't? be massive for us if he was to make a comeback as well. It's so. the
0: first Ewan Cameron derby of the season. It's Hearts versus Rangers. It's a half past twelve. What kick-off. do you think? I think that will be tight as well. Um, a, a draw wouldn't probably. Would not surprise, surprise you Surprise me No to be honest Outturn Callum Although t- to be fair like it, Again it wouldn't surprise me if, if Rangers ended up winning 3-0 You know, like I know it, I mean. it could be one of those games So I fall on that
3: side I think they'll put pressure on Celtic And get a win
0: Yeah
1: So they'll go top of the league For a couple of hours. Right for, for a few hours So you think that, that's their inspiration
3: well. Is we know we can go top of the league here mm-hmm. Let's get the job done Especially Celtic losing to St Mirren I think after this international break If Celtic could beat St Mirren Different story But big carrot for Rangers
1: yeah, I kind of said that after Celtic's defeat to St Mirren. I did say that's just giving Rangers a boost because they're a wee bit down on themselves. And I think that would have given them a proper like incentive. Oh, wow, we're back in it here.
0: Celtic are taking on Motherwell at Parkhead on Saturday, three o'clock kickoff. Also got Aberdeen versus Kilmarnock as well. Dundee United against St Johnson. Ross County against Hibs, and St Mirren off the back of their win against Celtic. They're at home to Livingston this weekend.
1: How stupid do you feel now you predicted they'd get relegated? What? They're they're flying, said Marlon. You predicted Livingston would get relegated, and they're flying. Moving on,
0: <laughs> the championship is Air United <laughs> versus Inverness, uh, Cove Rangers versus Arbroath, Hamilton against Dundee, Partick Thistle against Morton, and Queens Park against Wraith Rovers. Our guest next week is a Partick Thistle fan, so we'll have lots to ask him about. Yes, he is, mm-hmm. and uh, we. I, I actually don't know what's going on at Partick Thistle. Every time I go on Twitter. It seems to be an absolute mess. So we'll get into that next week with him. Elsewhere in League 1, Dumfellan versus Peterhead, Falkirk against Clyde, Kelty against Draymond Montrose, FC Edinburgh, and Queen of the South, Alloa And in League 2, finally, it's Bonnie Rose against Stenhouse Muir, East Fife against Stullan Albion, Elgin against Annan, Forfar against Dumbarton, and Stranraer against Albion Rovers. So, also this week, it saw the signing of a new TV deal for Scottish football. So. It's another deal with Sky until 2029. And Neil Doncaster gave an interview to Sky Sports yesterday. Just count how many times he says Sky or Sky Sports.
1: We're absolutely
0: delighted uh, to be now in partnership with Sky until 2029, live on Sky Sports, through the medium of Sky Sports. Sky Sports with Sky. Sky Sports. uh, Sky Sky Sports uh, with Sky Sports and Sky over that period. The Sky Sports, the deal with Sky deal with Sky Sports that Sky Sports see the value working in partnership with Sky Sports
1: <laughs> that was uh what a four minute interview four yeah. minutes and 40 seconds and it was
0: 15 times he mentioned Sky Sports during that Sky Sports interview that he was doing live on Sky Sports so you also got in touch with Neil Doncaster didn't
1: you yes I did um, me and uh, Neil Doncaster go back a long long way would you describe him as a mate no mate. no no no, no. And, I, and, 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 I'm, and, and I'm pretty sure he wouldn't describe me as a mate either <laughs> Me. I was actually genuinely surprised he actually replied to my text message. I, I thought he would blank me completely.
0: What's his picture on WhatsApp? That's a great question. <laughs> <Are laughs> go on picture? WhatsApp. Go on WhatsApp. What does it say below it? Does it say <laughs> at the cinema?
1: At the gym. <laughs> don't
0: I'm fascinated to know what his picture is and
1: what it says just below it. That is the scariest selfie I have ever seen. It's like something from a Netflix documentary. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. That. Yeah. That is. That's not good.
0: <laughs> that's not oh Christ. Good. <laughs> and and what's his what's
1: his wee bio below? <sighs> hold on. Where's are the bio stuff? Oh no. Hold on. Why are you such a? Dad? <laughs> Why am I such a dad? Yeah, Neil. so
3: Titan, yeah. Hey, hey there, I'm using
0: WhatsApp Hey there, I'm using WhatsApp well, He's a hey there, well, I'm using WhatsApp Which is actually fine I think that's what mine's is as Well, Sh- right that's,
1: that's a weird selfie though, isn't it? Not to go right. back
0: to mm. what you actually said And what he said to you So tell us We were basically trying to get him on this podcast
1: We were trying to get him on, right? Now I've known Neil Doncaster Mate. For many years And we had a few run-ins in the past When I worked on the football phone And with Alan Ruff back Not in the me. day No, me. me. Mate, mate, see when, see when I was doing that. We were amazing, amazing, amazing. Mate, anyway, mate. so um, I messaged the boy, right? But before we get to that, right, he went on and he he, he did his interviews yesterday, banging about how great this deal is for Scottish football. But the fans of Scottish football, more or less every single fan in Scottish football have said to him and the people who made that deal, that it was undervaluing the game. May I just
3: very quickly say, because I think this is important, the one thing I think is really, really good about it is it's put the SWPL under the same umbrella. So women's football is going to get a platform. Totally to agree with that. Really I've, happy with that. Yeah. I think that's important to say that before you then go on to what you're doing. No, no. Obviously, there, there,
1: are, there are positives. I, and I was going to get to that, but thank you. That's what in Callum. Right. But when you go onto social media and any time that I post a, anything about this TV deal, The majority of football fans in this country think it's a poor deal. And to see Celtic fans and Rangers fans agreeing on anything is quite unique. But they agree on this, that we are underselling our product when you compare it to other nations across Europe. For example, Sweden. In Norway, and places like that.
0: So just to give uh, the boy a shout-out, actually, it's Andy Newport, who's a journalist at The Daily Record. You can search for him on Twitter. He did a great interview... Outstanding. ...with the chief executive of the Swedish League, and he was basically saying how they've managed to grow attendances, uh, grow the game, market the game over the last 15 years. They have doubled attendances in Sweden, average attendances over something like the last 15 years. Correct. And that is despite every single Swedish top flight and second tier and and second tier match being live on tv and the reason that the guy gave for that is he was like well we've made it attractive to go and see so you know not everyone is going to want to go to the game right but at least they're watching it on the tv and then at some point they might go a game in the future and since then their attendances have doubled now the big thing about restricting the amount of games on tv in scotland is they're Scared that it would affect attendances. That's the big thing.
1: But there are plenty of cases out there to suggest that is wrong, and Sweden is one of them. And here's an example for you, right? I like Coldplay, right? But I wasn't breaking my neck to get a ticket to go and see them at Hamden. I didn't really care to see them. But then I watched them live on Sky Arts in Sao Paulo.
0: I've seen that gig, right? And they all have the wee wristbands in that.
1: And I was blown away because of the experience. I wanted to be there. And that's what they're doing in Sweden. They put on such a brilliant match day experience that when you watch on the television, you want to be part of it. And they've done a brilliant job of it. Like what happened when I watched Sky Arts. I ended up at Hamden because I wanted to be there. I wanted to be part of that. It's like whenever you watch a World Cup or you watch a big game. How many times do you watch an Edinburgh Derby you go, God, I wish I could be there. Do you know what I mean? So Sweden have got it right. We don't have it right. And football fans in this country have been saying it for years. We're undervaluing our product. Now, Neil Doncaster, let's be brutally honest about it. He is no stranger to keeping a low profile. I mean, you very rarely see him. You very rarely hear him. Whenever there is a tough question to be answered, he goes missing.
3: I think that's a prime example of that. We've called that an interview. That little clip where he says, yeah. It's 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 PR It's fluff Because he knows That he's going to get Asked easy questions By a company Who are going to Broadcast his games And it benefits them both
1: He goes missing When the tough questions Get asked There's no doubt about that He doesn't face Journalists who are going To ask him the tough questions So I thought Let's see if Neil Doncaster Would pop into the studio And have a wee chat with us So I sent him a text message
0: And at that point We were going to get A real journalist To come into the podcast And ask him questions Obviously
1: Yeah <laughs> Certainly not me (laughs) So I'll read out my text message to Neil Doncaster And tell me if I've stepped over the line at any point Okay Okay Good afternoon Neil Stepped over the line mate (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good afternoon Neil It's you and Cameron here Hope you're doing well it has been a very, very long time since we had many a conversation during my Real Radio football phone-in days. Radio. I'm now back working on a football show and I was wondering if you'd be up for a chat about where Scottish football is placed today and how the new TV deal is a positive going forward. It would be good to see you again and to have a proper chat about the national game. And more importantly, I believe the fans would love it also. Hope you can pop in and see us at our studios or we can do it via Zoom if that suits you better. All the best, Neil and i hope you're keeping well ewan okay that's
0: Re- reasonable reasonable,
1: reasonable and yeah exactly okay got a reply hi ewan i actually did a piece with clyde yesterday afternoon and i'm not intending to do any more media on this in any event for the time being all the best neil and he was also traveling ultimately he's done what he needs to do and he ain't going anywhere near it again because he did his fluff pieces with the BBC and also with Sky. Now I'm not surprised that he knocked us back, right? For many years I've been criticising him so I'm not surprised he said to me, I'm not speaking to you, I'm not coming on your podcast but politicians face Laura Koonsberg Fiona Bruce uh, Andrew Neil and they get asked some really tough questions but they put themselves in the firing line every single week on these politics shows. This guy runs Scottish football. He should be coming onto shows like this and speaking to the fans directly. He doesn't. He goes and does a fluff piece with Sky, which was embarrassing. I'm sorry, it was embarrassing listening to that. Now, Neil Doncaster, as you've quite rightly pointed out, is the chief executive
0: of the SBFL. His stock answer, his go-to... It's always the same, and don't give me a... Don't give me a... I represent what the clubs want. Okay. Is Neil Doncaster a pretty convenient punching bag for the rest of the clubs who get to hide behind him when everything's going wrong and they make poor decisions? But
1: then you could say that about a politician who come out and they speak on behalf of a prime minister who might be under a wee bit of pressure, right? So you get to the prime minister through his subordinates. Mm -hmm. Neil Doncaster is the face... For The SPFL. He's the chief executive. He's the man at the helm. He should be coming on to shows like this. Don't come on this show. Okay. Go on to another podcast. Go and go speak to another um, journalist out there who's critical of the TV deal. He didn't do that yesterday. He did fluff pieces on telly and he walked away back to his throne. Does he have a throne? Imagine
3: if he did that. Oh, well, he does. seen.
1: I, I've been upstairs, right, at Hamden, the sixth floor. And right? he's got a throne. And he's got a throne. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, that part might not be true. <laughs> <laughs> might not be true there, Ewan. In, ter- in terms of the actual TV deal itself, um, 60 matches from 2025,
1: I think that is correct. They can't even show what they've got right now. They're With not going really to show option 60
0: option to buy another 10 from, I think, 2027 and a possible other 10 after that as well. So it could be up to 80, but as Ewan rightly says, they can't even be bothered to show the 48 that they've got rights for just now. And another thing, it's not 60 matches they're buying. They're buying the full lot because nobody else can buy anything anything. else.
1: There's no packages out there where they can share it and give it to somebody
0: else. I, I, I I think there's three fundamental problems with this. One it ties us into something in, you know, seven years' time. Who knows what the world's going to look like in seven years' time? Now, they're betting on safety. They're betting on getting the money in now and then that's it safe, we can lock it in, that's fine. And to a certain degree, I can understand that. They can budget for it. I can understand that. Secondly, though, um, as we've already pointed out, Sky don't even show the correct number of matches at the moment. They couldn't be bothered to show all the matches last season. And who thinks that they're going to buy up these extra two packages? I don't think there's any chance that's Not a chance. They they might do it to stop other people getting it, but will they show them? I doubt it. No. Uh, And thirdly, um, I think that this is yet another example of Scottish football as a whole, not, not just Neil Doncaster, but the clubs as well, not thinking outside the box and trying to do something a little bit different. Now, they obviously got their fingers burnt a few years ago with Satanta. This deal that Sky have signed just now with SPFL is still less than the deal that they signed with Satanta. Satanta went down the tubes. We all know what happened yeah,
1: there. That was 12 years ago. That
0: was 12 years and ago. And we're
1: still actually getting less money than what Satanta were paying us at that particular time. Yes, yes. We are undervaluing our product. Per year, year, per year. Per year, say. per year. But why they didn't put that out to the marketplace is beyond me. He, I know I, I know. he answered that question. He said the line that he did and this was no, he they, shopped
3: they, the... De- no, but listen, because let's, let's give him his due even though I don't particularly want to. His line was that they shopped this... The, the Scottish football, the product, to all the markets he could think of, and this was still the best deal he could get. It's up to you if you want to believe it or not. No, no, no. That's no, the line no, he padded I, yesterday. I think,
1: I think they probably did. But why wasn't it done in a public... Like what happens at Sky, right? When the Premier League rights come up, there's a bidding process, and everybody puts it in a bid, and they'll get this, and they'll get that. Like so what happens with the Euros, what happens with the Nations League, international games and friendlies and all that stuff. Did that happen? Where we actually just put out there to tender... And everybody got to bid on it I don't Who else was involved?
0: I've read a few tweets From people who have worked At other companies And I don't believe That to be the case
1: I don't believe That was the case That was put out to tender They maybe spoke Informally Informally Yeah that's what I'm saying But why didn't we go through That process of putting out a tender to see Who might have been interested Discovery Channel Who do the, the rights For the Swedish football they might well have been interested Bear Grylls could have been hosting the Scottish football oh my god imagine it can would have been amazing that? yeah
3: that's he still wouldn't eat a mince pie from Aberro <laughs> <laughs>
0: air crash investigation <laughs> very good very good right okay uh, so I,
1: I, I think I, I think to end this debate about the TV deal I think you're right the Scottish clubs are thinking short termism they're getting the money in they can budget for that and they can plan ahead but I do think that we are undervaluing our game. I think we've got some brilliant football clubs in our country. They've got a huge history, huge fan bases, and we deserve so much more.
0: And those clubs that you mentioned barely get a look-in on Sky. They barely get a look-in. I agree,
3: that's uh, my point. Great point. uh, Before this TV deal was agreed, I think it's September and October, there's nine games live on Sky for Scottish football, all nine of which involve Rangers, Celtic, or both.
0: Now, I I, I get... The Celtic and Rangers are, are a big draw I totally get that But how are you going to build The entirety of Scottish football Correct. By not showing any other Scottish football teams It's ridiculous Correct It's so ridiculous And people will say Oh Nobody's interested in watching St Mirren versus Aberdeen Well that's Nobody's interested in watching West Ham versus Brentford Brentford, Brentford. But I bet you a million and a half people still watch it every
1: Sunday. They do. Nobody's watching Brighton versus. They're not Wills. watching the teams. They're watching the
0: league, Correct. and that's what the Scottish league has failed to do over the last 10-15 years. But anyway, we're never going to fix it, and uh, we're tied into twenty twenty nine now. So uh, yeah, seven years.
1: Seven years. God, what do you think
0: we'll be doing in seven years?
1: More than about Neil Doncaster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if we're still here in seven years I'd be very, very surprised Right, any other business Before
1: we move on You and Cameron Are you a happy boy? No, I'm a happy boy I'm looking forward to the weekend Moan the jambos Against Rangers at Tynecastle. Okay,
0: okay. Right, we'll be back on Monday As we mentioned
1: This has been The
0: Big Scottish Football Podcast And a quick reminder We will have a very special guest On Monday Our brand new game Player Joe Cardo's right We'll be back as well Joe Cardo will be joining us too Don't forget to subscribe to the show On whichever podcast provider you use Don't miss our podcast there Thank you very much, Ian Cameron. Thank you, my friend. And thank you to you all for listening and tweeting the show as well. Keep an eye on our socials for if Scottish football were a song, post and we'll be back on Monday with another brand new episode of the Big Scottish Football Podcast. You can get us anytime at Big football Scott. That's our Twitter feed. Subscribe anywhere, and we'll be back next week. I'm on the parts.